Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. You forgot about you. Called you Dominique. Yeah. <laughs> Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's up? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Pretty still. Hey, what's up? Three guys up. Y'all been here on Monday. You paid a little money. You've been here on Monday. You would already heard us bringing that fire. Yeah, a lot of fire. Well, a lot of fire. Did you notice our money's ticking up a little bit, by the way? A little bit. A little yeah, bit. We actually notice. had two people drop out of Patreon last week. Oh, We had, shit. like, a couple people join. Looked like we had a couple join in, though, so. You have the uh, exit survey, which is, like, what's uh, what's your reason for leaving? Uh-huh. People don't have to do it. They can just cancel their account. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it has, like, some just stock exit survey responses so like my finances have changed is uh, the reason for a few of them uh, people can put their own too if this they sucks want. now yeah. I'm a single um, mom now I'm a single mom I'm one of the 70% uh, but people can put their own if they want but a lot of times it's just like uh, did we get anything what did we get um, the last couple were just uh, just that my finances changed I don't know if I can pull it up on the app I don't know if we can see it on the app I know you can see it on the computer no, 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 there was no, one no. where someone wrote something no, 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 no. I mean, you could stay out of Starbucks um, and keep <laughs> there was one where someone wrote something and there was one other like stock response that get u- gets used which is like I I don't like Patreon's uh, services or their app or whatever I think people people have emailed us before they don't like Patreon's app sometimes that's, yeah I can see that that's an issue but there was something else that someone actually wrote I don't know if I'll be able to see it on the app but um, but yeah if you guys on Thursday if you freeloaders want to hear a two hour episode from yeah. Monday it was a drop some money that was a good, uh, good episode. It's a good time. Um, yeah, I can't see it. I'm looking at the Patreon page or the Patreon app now. Oh well, whatever. Get to it later. So what's up, uh, Aretha Franklin's uh, funeral over yet? I don't think so. Hmm. I think it's still going. Yeah, well, you know. I think uh, I think several other people have died <laughs> of starvation, <laughs> waiting for it to end, but it's still going. Me oh my. <laughs> watched a little bit of McCain's wasn't the same I didn't watch any of McCain's strangely I kind of <laughs> fell into watching it I wasn't went upstairs the same. my mother was on it and we started talking Did I you could sing tell along she at wanted me to watch it no I didn't sing along was there any singing no singing oh isn't that weird there was some nice bagpipes at one point Classic. That's a classic, classic move. It's a good one. They did some different rendition of Amazing Grace, which I thought was okay. Kind of ambient. Okay. Um, 
Megan tore it up. I got to hand it to her. She ripped into I Trump's ass. I read something ass. about that. She said something about Trump. Right with Melania yeah. right in the front. And gives, who gives a fuck? That's what I was to think. My <laughs> mother was like, like, yeah, right in the Who cares? Yeah, I was like, fuck her. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> they can eat it. Um, you signed the papers, bitch. This is your passport to freedom. Well, you price. know. <laughs> this you is know. the price of making America great again. It's uh, what Megan McCain says a lot of shit that's ridiculous, but oh, yeah. one thing you know is that she does not like Trump no. specifically because of the way he talked about her father. So, oh, yeah. if there's ever a time for her to say, uh, "This is the, his funeral," is the time to, to jump out exactly. and say that shit. Um, he told her, "Be strong, be tough." Yeah, be best. Be best. <laughs> be best. <laughs> so that's what I tell people: be best. Be best. <laughs> he was heat, Ob- or she was heat. Obama was very good, um, as usual. Right. Yeah. George Bush was the same old kind of Holmesy, dumb jokes, anecdotes of John coming in, and I'd be <laughs> pensive in thought, and he'd say, "Relax," or something. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. Right. <laughs> uh, Lieberman was pretty dry, and um, but but respectful. He was Lieberman really dry? Yeah. <laughs> told told us I didn't know this that I guess McCain had approached him to be a running mate initially yes. before yeah. Palin idiot yeah and then he, um, picked, he picked Palin who was not invited the story yeah, yes. she was not invited the story was that I mean because Lieberman was a Democrat mm-hmm. he was Al Gore's yeah. running mate yes he was so the story was that you know they're good friends and McCain wanted Lieberman and leading up to the convention he was hearing that the there's no way they would go for that mm-hmm. you know there were all these whispers about how. The Republican Party would not co-sign. So here's what we'll go for, a dummy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like... Uh, Real America! It's like, are you giving a fuck you to the Republican Party with that? I agree that the Republican Party would not go with that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, McCain is old. They were already talking about his age. When Palin got nominated, they were like, she could be running the country in two years if he dies. But who would vote for a guy, and then if he dies, a Democrat is the president? You know what I mean? So, what Republican would go for that? They I wouldn't don't know, though, that. actually, to be honest with you. Like, because Lieberman had a pretty conservative so here's what record we'll do. on a lot He'll of die, and we'll go for a dummy. Well, that's to the thing, president. but she's a Republican. Well, she, so, yeah, she's our right. dummy, and now we yeah. have a now we have the dummy right. of all dummies. The dummy in name only. The so it started. It started with this. Well, she is a so dummy, like Lieberman no. was going to be a bold move because you have a Democrat as your running mate. And then they See, went that's with like, silly that that's bold. A guy that's pro-Israel, pro-Iraq, fucking, you know. Yeah, but it's bold because he's a Democrat. Yeah. Because you're asking people in your party to vote for the possibility of a Democrat being president. And so they were like, okay, well, let's go with a different bold move. What else can we try? Yeah. Oh, some, all right, we get it. Some bombshell. Some uh, mayor of Alaska. Obscure governor. <laughs> Yeah, some forty-four-year-old obscure governor from Not Alaska. Even Alaska. What Vasilla was the name of that? Vasilla, Alaska. And she was not really vetted. They didn't really, they didn't, they didn't really do much checking up on what she was all about. And so it was this weird thing of like Lieberman, very respected guy, career politician, knows his shit, whether you agree or not. And it's like, okay, well, what's Plan B? An idiot. An idiot. And who uh, doesn't read? Does not read. That's a gotcha question. Asking no, uh, her about reading. That's right. She's also racist. Yeah, and she doesn't mind uh, stoking those fires. Nope, stoking the fires. Just, just tell her like it is. She's a mama bear. Just tell her yeah. like it is. Mama grizzly, hillbilly family. Mm-hmm. A lot of hillbillies. <laughs> Domestic <laughs> violence. Names her kid track. Incidents. Trig. Trig and yeah. trig track. 
Bristol. Bristol. There's two more, I think. Yeah. Is there two more? Yeah, it's five. Trig track, Bristol. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh. Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Iceberg Palin. Married a guy named Levi, the yeah. daughter. Then got knocked up. Then what was it? Uh, said, oh, no, I didn't get knocked up. The baby was put there by... God, or by, by God. Jesus, I said, uh, that's Jesus the Republicans, himself. always blaming a black guy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Not really black, though. Jesus himself touched me on the shoulder and said, I put a baby in you. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. How's that hopey, changey thing going for you? Ugh. Uh, yeah, so she's out. She's on the outs. Uh, brought us that. the board. That's what he said. I don't. I don't want you at my. I don't want you at my funeral. No, but yeah. you wanted her to be president. You that's wanted what you her mean. as your running mate. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> want her at your funeral. That's weird. Fuck out of here, man. Um, who else was all the all the people were there? I saw like a the camera pan across yeah, like the all other the guy that one, all the politicians the McConnell and the other Lindsay, guy and something else and saw Lindsey crying. I'm Lindsay like, did your, did your daddy Trump know you're here? You bitch ass. Yeah. Bitch ass, does your daddy know that you're hanging on every one of Barack Obama's words as he speaks? Does he know that, bitch ass? Probably not. That you're laughing as as Megan McCain, what she's saying? Yeah. Not laughing at her. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> bitch ass, that was, God. I'm tired. I don't like this deification of McCain either. I don't like a deification of anybody who didn't want to make Martin Luther King Day a birthday, a uh, national holiday. He was the last fucking holdout. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, uh, what was it, Chuck D wrote by the time I, I saw, get to I, Arizona for. Yep. I said, yeah. uh, you know, a, a seminal hip-hop group wrote a song about you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you piece of shit. And then you come back once again, at, like usual, years later in life. Well, you know, I was wrong, and I should have done that. Look, I'm not, a, I'm not doubling down. When I talked about the Confederate flag, I know I was wrong, and I should have, but I, just, I had to get those votes, and I didn't really feel... I, I mean, I had family that fought for the Confederacy, and they 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 weren't slave owners. Yeah, yeah. actually, they were slave owners. Oh, they were. Oh, uh, well, you know. Um, Apparently, good, he changed his position. Good people change his position all the time. Yeah, changed his position. John McCain voted against establishing a national holiday in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, this is as of like '08. Now he says his position has evolved. That's oh, cool. the way of saying I changed my mind. Changed my mind. Yes, he continued to oppose key civil rights. Yet he continued to oppose key civil rights laws. Uh, It's true that as a congressman in 83, McCain voted against making MLK Jr.'s birthday a national holiday. He was on the losing side. The vote was 338 to 90. Mm -hmm. Um, McCain no longer stands by that vote. On April 4th, 2008, the 40th anniversary of Martin Luther King's death, McCain said the vote was wrong in a speech he gave in Memphis, the city where King died. He was also running for president. Yeah, running for president then. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that we, weird? Here's the quote. We can be slow as well to give greatness its due. Got to get these black people to like me. A mistake I, may, I myself made long ago when in I voted- In order to do that, I'm going to bring in Sarah Palin. Voted against the federal holiday in memory of Dr. King. I was wrong, he said, to loud reaction from the crowd. I was wrong and eventually realized it in time to give full support. Full support for a state holiday in my home state of Arizona, I'd remind you that we can all be a little late sometimes in doing the right thing. And Dr. King understood this about his fellow Americans. What good does that do to us, you and, piece of shit? Yeah, and those late Americans killed him, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah. Had they been on time and <laughs> feeling that way. Feeling them feeling better, maybe he would have he, maybe he would have lived a little bit longer. Yeah. So it's there are consequences. the course of this country in other ways, both great yeah. and small. Mm-hmm. What a piece of shit. So, I'm telling uh, you, dude. I guess I'm like, I can't, I can't with this guy. 
I well, cannot. Virginia did uh, Lee Jackson King Day for us a, a few years. Of course they um, did. They had Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Who's King? Um, and Martin Luther King. The oh, they had so Lee they Jackson Combined day. them with the yeah. two in one yeah. day? It was Lee Jackson oh, Day. Oh, for Christ's sake. It wasn't a big holiday. It wasn't like you, school was closed or anything. It's just one of those holidays. Things. It's on the calendar, but no one gives a shit. So but, no one honors it anyway. But it was Lee Jackson Day. You can take paid day. leave if you want. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I was a kid during that era, but I don't know what the leave situations were, but Unpaid Lee Jackson leave, Day... I mean. Um, they just tacked on Lee Jackson King Day now, and at some point they were they're like both the same. <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah. the same. At some point both they sides. they changed it again to where I think technically Lee Jackson Day still exists in Virginia, but it's on like the Friday, and then Martin Luther King gets his own day, which is Monday. So they they moved MLK to a, his own day eventually, uh, but they hedged the, it. Go to they, the repast and eat some bland food. Yeah. We're gonna have watercress, watercress, yeah. and cucumber sandwiches. But just wait till Monday, guys. Yeah. Wait till Monday. There's gonna be way more, way better food on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> last this weekend. Jesus Christ. I'm like, I don't, I don't get. I read a great article that was written by dudes like, I don't understand black people like celebrating this dude. I don't. Why? What are you doing? Why are you? Unless you're Jasper Williams, then maybe <laughs> I get it. But. I get I get Barack Obama going. I wouldn't, have, but I get it. Yeah, you know I used to I used to say a lot that uh, Barack Obama puts up with these things because he's a better man than me. But is he? Is he a better man than me? Barack Obama. He's clearly smarter. Mm-hmm. But is he in, in this instance? Is he better than me because I don't tolerate? I wouldn't tolerate that. You know, because he was saying I wouldn't a, say he, he was is. saying in a thing that. Um, you know, McCain used to come to his office and would sometimes eat lunch with him, and they just they never advertised or talked about it. He would come to the Oval Office and eat lunch with him. And I'm like, well, that's nothing to be praised because look, McCain was a Republican. The Republicans lined up lockstep against Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you come and you eat lunch with me, but we have no, you're lined up with these people lockstep against me. What good does it do me right. for you to be nice to me? What what good does that do? And he may have known it wasn't going to do a whole hell of a lot of good. Get, he may have felt like he had to. You know what? Get the. I don't have to do shit. Get the fuck out of my office. I'm the president. I don't want, I don't want this. I don't want this from you. I don't want, I don't want this. I don't, I don't need you behind closed doors being like this, but then you're trashing me in the air. You're telling people, I remember his words, Barack Obama's a feckless, he's ineffective, he doesn't do anything, but then we're going to eat, we're going to eat lunch together on Tuesday. I'm not doing, oh, I'm, see not, that? Nah, I'm not uh-uh. that dude, man. Not while that's going on. I'm I not that dude. You know that. that the Republican Party is locked up against me lockstep. You know, you know the shit they say about me. You don't go around and tell these motherfuckers to stop this shit and knock this shit off. I'm I'll not, tell you I'm though, not man, that dude, man. Working in politics, that's why I can only do it for so long, though. Because I would sit there and people would say, well, you got to respect so-and-so. Uh, no, I don't, No, actually. I don't. And no, I'm no, surprised you do. Like, I respect the dude, but now I'm hearing this and I'm kind of like, nah, man. Because I can't do this, like, bipartisan dance. And everybody, when the campaign ended, they took a guy they'd been trashing on the road for fucking seven, nine months or whatever. And then they go work for his campaign because they're right. giving well, out money. Happening now and with like, Trump that's and Ted not, Cruz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, as that's as bad blood as you should have with another politician. Right, right. Trump called his wife ugly. And Trump said, said that dad his killed somebody. dad killed JFK. Ted Cruz came out with a diss track. Like, he is a liar. Like, he had a whole right, passionate right. thing. And it was like, Ted Cruz never acts that passionate about anything mm-hmm. and then uh, Trump's going to endorse Ted Cruz yeah, and right. Ted Cruz will be like thanks thanks daddy thanks for the endorsement you know, I don't think it's, we're it's, cut out for politics Phil it's not even about it's not <laughs> even about 
to me, it's not about politics because there are people who do that same thing every day in life beyond politics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. Are, that's you, true. are you are you just like and like I said, I used to think about you know, so Barack Obama got elected president and didn't just never smack the shit out of anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's a better man than me, but is he? Yeah. Or is he just? Does he just handle it differently? And because he handles it differently, does that make him better than me? Because I'm not cut out to. I'm not. I, you're not coming into my office and sitting across from me with a smile on your face, mm-hmm. and then talking shit about me behind, and then saying, "Well, that's you know, that's just how the game is played." Man, fuck you. Well, you're still evolving. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Still evolving his thoughts. You know, I'm still evolving. I'm just. It took me a while to evolve on Martin Luther King Day. Really? Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> F- fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that the Confederate flag was. I mean, you know, it's just about heritage. You really you think that? That's Fuck another one you. that he changed his mind on. Fuck you. And That's he it. said why he changed his mind. He was like, I've just I had to say that because I was there. Well, I don't yeah, I he don't did. like you now he because claims, of that. He claims that he was against the flag, the, the Confederate flag, but he had to say it right. to curry favor with to voters. Curry like, well, fuck you. When That's ran, not a leader. When he ran That's, in 2000 no. against Bush. That's not Bush. you being a leader. And then when he realized that he shouldn't have done that, then he walked it back. But yeah. it's like, well, you were doing it for political reasons. For then. political reasons. Interestingly enough, I mean, I remember when working in politics, McCain would come up, say you go to a door and somebody's a registered Republican, they'll say, you know, you Democrats are all the same or something. I'd ask like, oh, we get to talking about McCain. They'd all be like, most of them, I don't like him. Like, he doesn't represent me. He's a liberal in disguise. Like, he wasn't regarded as, like, this maverick guy. They hated him for the concessions he made. Many did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, because he wasn't 100% in lockstep, but he was still an opportunist. He was an opportunist. A political opportunist. You know, I I saved health care and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you voted with the tax thing to take money away from health care. You know? Yeah. But you voted voted for him. Mm -hmm. You voted with this guy... 86 percent of the time i believe he voted for something like that. trump once like 86 percent of the time yeah. come on man fuck out of here yeah he's I mean, not imagine. this he's not to see i'm reading that book right now lies my teacher told me and this is this is what he says this is how it happens that these lies about our leaders you don't want to talk about how woodrow wilson was a virulent racist you talk about well you you turn him into doing something nice you deify you deify him and it's happening literally right in front of our eyes with john mccain yeah it's gonna happen with donald trump <laughs> it's gonna happen with donald trump Oh, the rehabilitation attempt? After he dies, they'll, they'll, all of these nice things will start to be said about him. Yeah. You know. They'll whitewash him and he'll no longer be orange. Mm. He'll be a creamsicle. Right. <laughs> right. It's just, like I said, does it make somebody better than me that they're able to do that and I'm not? No. Or, or I can't do that at this stage of my life. You know, it makes a long them, time ago that I could have. Do you think the, so? A long time. Oh, ago sure. Yeah, out. I was. I was a respectability politics black guy. Everybody, every black man I know was my age. Do you feel like you that was by that choice? Do you feel like that was by coercion and fear? Coercion and fear. Yeah. It's just put into you, and you believe you believe those things. Right, right. And you believe that a big part of a big part of that thing of what these people do with John McCain is being polite. Mm-hmm. That you have to be polite. Mm-hmm. Right. Big part of being polite is is just uh you don't point out anything anybody does that you think that you deem is wrong, you just let it go. Well, we've done that for so many years now that racism is an ingrained part of our system. Mm. And we just accept it. Just it's like when you it. and I were talking about that guy, um um the the really smart writer dude that we were talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Sam Harris. Sam Harris. Yeah. Everybody accepts this guy as this as this intellectual, really smart dude who 
has some good thoughts on everything, and, and he's somebody I can listen to. And so I'm like, that guy's a racist. Mm-hmm. How do I know that? Because I'm listening to the shit he's saying. Yeah. But it's polite, so people don't say anything. Right. So you'll see people hanging out with him. It's like a guy like Joe Rogan. I'm like, well, I don't want to fuck with you now. Mm-hmm. Why don't you see it how I see it? Well, I mean, he's okay as a person. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. He believes that the two of you are smarter than me just based on your skin color. He believes that. Mm-hmm. In his soul, he believes that. He has nothing to back it. He'll he'll cite debunked evidence, but he believes that. What conversation am I supposed to have with somebody who starts from the beginning of, I'm not as intelligent as them? Mm-hmm. And what conversation am I going to have with somebody who is friends with somebody who also is friends with that person. Mm. Look, I don't believe what he's saying, but I'm still cool with it. Well, it's an abstraction for them. It's like, like well, I can disagree with him on the bell curve thing. It's, well, you're white, so he doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's it's all just an abstract conversation for you guys. It's a, you're just having an intellectual exercise. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing real about that. You know, so it's like, well, we can disagree. Friends can disagree and all that stuff. But there's a fundamental thing. Well, there's like, well, just you, fundamental things you can't disagree. If you don't go with me on this, then we can't you know? hang out. Or I've heard people say, this is one. Well, if, well, if you talk to him and then you have to prove, and then you just, through talking to you, it'll be proved to him and it'll be wrong. No, it won't. Right. That's the first thing. And secondly, and the second thing, the most important thing is I should smack the shit out of you for suggesting to me that I have to now prove that black people are intelligent to this person. I should smack the shit. I smack the dog shit out of you for suggesting that to me. That's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? Yeah. Why would Why would I say, okay, I'm going to now sit and I'm going to convince you of how intelligent that black people, just not even how intelligent, just have the same base level of intelligence mm-hmm. right. that prove it. you have. And I'm going to prove that to you. And then you're going to now believe that about my kids. He wants you to prove it because mm-hmm. someone else said some shit, shit you, that man. he believed. What the, what the fuck? That they didn't prove. <laughs> Did you know Sam Harris's mother invented Golden Girls? I mean. She's the creator of Golden Girls. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's a rich kid. Yeah. And he's a rich kid. <laughs> he's, he's just a he's just a guy who everything is an abstract uh you yeah. know, intellectual exercise. And he's a rich kid. So, you know, fuck, wow. Fuck out of here, I got to look that up later. That's on Wikipedia. I'm so, going to pull up um, his thing. You would see the big, the big gift that would be dude, for me. Vaughn, <laughs> the comic Theo Vaughn was on Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. talking about working out with David Duke. Working out with him. He's from Louisiana. He's from Louisiana. And he's like, I was in the gym and David Duke used to come in and work out. That guy's strong, man. And Rogan was like, you used to work out with David Duke? He was like, yeah, man, I'm being in the gym. And Rogan wasn't like, are you fucking serious? Rogan was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, working out with that. Like, what the fuck are you doing working out? Like he would spot him or they just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like work out with him. Something like that. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing working out with the leader of the KKK? (laughs) Well, I wasn't into that, but I mean, it was cool working out with him. He was fine. Yeah. He spotted me a few times. Working out with a racist. The leader of the KKK. Right. Now, I'm supposed to be cool with Theo Vaughn? Why would I do that? Yeah. Why would I be cool with him? Uh, Sam Harris's mother, actor Berkeley Harris. Um, now his, He's the son of actor Berkeley Harris and TV producer Susan Harris. Susan Harris created the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was raised by his mother. His parents divorced when he, he was grew like, up quite wealthy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Parents divorced when he was two. Oh, he was, he's a child. Oh, no father in the home? No father in the home. His oh, father. No, what the fuck, man? How's he here? No father in the home. <laughs> I don't what know. The fuck? His father came from a Quaker background, and his mother was a secular Jew. He was raised Ooh. by his mother following his parents' divorce when he was age two. What about all that white on white crime he experienced I, I in don't that know. fatherless household? Uh, it's, he really overcame a lot. 
You know, there's probably a grandmother out there that helped him. Probably. You know, my grandma really, <laughs> really saved my she life. She created the Golden Girls. <laughs> um, yeah, his mother. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. His mother's still alive. She created uh, She created numerous TV series. Faye, Soap, Loves Me, Loves Me Not, Benson. Benson. It, it takes two, The Golden Girls, Empty Nest, Nurses, Good and Evil, The Golden Palace, and The Secret Lives of Men. She also wrote or co-wrote all the episodes of Soap. Her mother's successful, her most successful show was Golden Girls. Uh, Harris mar- married television producer Paul Younger Witt on September oh, yeah. 18th, 83. So I guess that was the, the, the father figure. Although Sam Harris would have been like 15, 16 at that point. Um, yeah, so she's loaded. I would assume, oh, yeah. unless they fucked her on the contracts. But uh, the first script she sold was Then Came Bronson. She then wrote for Love, American Style, All in the Family, The Partridge Family, TV adaptation of Neil Simon's Barefoot in the Park. Her abortion episode for the B. Arthur starring series Maud in the 70s won her the Humanities, uh, Humanitas Prize. Uh, so she's very accomplished in uh, TV writing and production. Wow. So there you go. Uh, Harris had the symptoms of chronic fatigue syndrome Uh, well if if Sam Harris is your son you're going to be exhausted (laughs) Um, (laughs) which affected her ability to participate in the production of the Golden Girls Um, and they had an episode about chronic fatigue syndrome I guess because of that but uh, yeah Susan Harris still alive but you know Mm -hmm. he's going to inherit a fortune Uh (laughs) so uh you know, I mean, it's possible he's coming at everything from a disconnected, dispassionate, intellectual level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he can just ass- assign a number and you know, surveys and polls and everything. And for me, it's IQ those people digits who, to people. For me, it's those people who, who listen to him and find some value in things that he's saying. Like, you found value in these things. Do you know this thing about him? Mm-hmm. Okay, now you know this thing about him. What are you going to do with that knowledge? Yeah. You're going to just sit on it and be like, oh, well, you know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I can't fuck with you. I, I, I yeah. can't fuck with you. That doesn't make sense. It, right. do, it, doesn't, right. it doesn't make sense. What if you refer to him as your problematic fave? You're like, he's got some problems. <laughs> <laughs> but he's good on atheism. He's good on atheism. <laughs> can I just I'm like, there are other life. atheists that you can listen to. That's right. <laughs> All those new atheists are is- have issues, man. Richard yeah. Dawkins, Sam Harris, Bill yeah. Maher. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Christopher weird, Hitchens died. Weird racism yeah. things. Well, Chris, well, Richard would Dawkins call out people for being racist. He called out the Mormons. Yeah. He called mm-hmm. out <laughs> Richard Dawkins, I think, did some uh, problematic shit with women. I think yeah, I can see that. Thing. Um, really? What was that? Oh, something about comments he made to a woman or something. I'll look I it up. See that? That's a, that's another one. That's a whole another. That's a whole another one. Yeah. Really think women aren't that intelligent? Based on what? They have a mm. vagina? Mm. I don't know. if It was intelligent. I think it was more like sexual harassment type shit. Yeah. Oh, um, miscon- <laughs> misconduct. Let's say. And I'm I'm going off of memory, so maybe there's, of course. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm a lot of people's comedic problematic fave. <laughs> well, you know, well, when I get to throwing trash we, cans we around, you can't be doing that. <laughs> the, view, the views of PDCL are no way endorsed by the Three Guys on Podcast, nor are uh, the views of trash cans being thrown are yeah. no way endorsed by. PDCL. He receives no money from the Patreon contributions. <laughs> by the way, you can come by the you can <laughs> come by the DC Draft House tonight, uh, 8:45 showtime. You'll see Let's Three Guys it. on Comedy Showcase. I guess my birthday. Come on through andy's birthday um 
Yeah, Richard Dawkins tonight, had some DC issues with Draft House. sexism tonight. or something. Um, there's a whole article about Richard Dawkins. Ignorant sexism gives atheists a bad name. Um, Is that what gives the atheists That's a bad why name? atheists shouldn't have leaders. I don't want people giving me a bad name because of <laughs> other shit they did. <laughs> Could give me a bad name because he groped a girl? That has nothing to do with atheism. Um, yeah, this whole article, I guess I could skim it later. But yeah, Richard Dawkins has had his problematic moments where he sort of doubled down and all that stuff. Um, these guys are all, you know, whatever. They're all yeah. they're all men. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple of emails. We should get to them. This is going to yeah, be a somewhat a short show. episode because I got to run to a show mm-hmm. at the DC Improv tonight, which you guys all missed because it was several days ago now. Um, well, Megan McCain's neck is strong. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, a lot of neck. Yeah. She, uh, she looks like a tall person supposed to push down. We yeah, got a, boom. We got an email from Ka, who signs the email Ka, not the dope rapper from Brownsville. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um, this was episode about episode 757, Super Trifling Mode, which was the episode in which Elton told us his latest crazy story. <laughs> hey, three guys on. I want to start off by saying that I am not a fucking freeloader. Excellent. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. I first came to you guys from the Black Eye Who Tips. Shout out. Shout out. He put Thank it, you again. He put shout out in the email several years ago, and it finally decided to write in. Um, I loved seeing how off the rails you guys could get without Randolph. As much as I dig the premium content, I felt that Pop Pop Tales and Dominic's Bitches Leave story. Bitches Leave. Oh, yeah, that was a good story <laughs> from that episode. Uh, should have been behind the paywall. Would you consider doing that with future Trifling Tales? Thanks. <laughs> trifling Tales. <laughs> trifling <That's> Testimonies. Great. <laughs> Here's how I see it. I mean, I, we record, and if we're on the Thursday episode and the crazy shit comes up, we can't say, well, let's just make I'm this a pay episode, that. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the people who pay they're obviously getting content, but they're also supporting us. So they're right. getting the Thursday episode too. Obviously it's a free episode, but I feel like you look at it as just, you're supporting us and helping us uh, along to make these things happen. So I wouldn't like the idea of recording an episode, stopping at the end going, wow, that was too good for free. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, whatever happens, happens. Let's make people pay for that one. And the freeloaders get zero episodes this week, or we just record something else for them for free. Um, the the patrons are also supporting us in our Thursday efforts and getting our entertainment on Thursday as well, but the, the, you're getting the extras. So, having said that, uh, you fucking freeloaders, there's a lot of content behind the paywall, and if you want to listen to it, also if you want to just support us, it's three bucks, not that not that much. Um, we got another email from Mel. Hello, Andy Randolph and Sock Puppet. The Squatty Potty is amazing. I have, is it? I have Crohn's disease, which means I spend... Oh, you should a lot. Uh, the lead guitarist for Pearl Jam has Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Crohn's disease. So does Ariana Grande's... Uh, Pete Davidson has Crohn's yeah. disease, yeah. Mike McCready is a guy in Pearl Jam. I have Crohn's disease, which means I spend much more time in we the bathroom than most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When using a squatty potty, you essentially use no effort at all. Once you're in position, the bowels damn near move themselves. I encourage every single person I know to get one. Okay, well, um, that's the whole email, by the way. We talked about <laughs> that was the that was the, we were in the wheelhouse for Mel on this one. Um, we talked about squatty potties last week, where you, your feet are kind of up in a different mm-hmm. position, and it's supposed to put you in a more natural position to. Uh, evacuate your bowels. So you don't aggravate the hemorrhoids or something? Yeah, I guess your body doesn't have to strain at all, oh. uh, which according to Mel is what's going on. It's just 
It just like releases itself. Wow. Which I guess I'm gonna go to the broiler after this. So fucking hey, man, <laughs> I'm gonna have to make a Kmart stop or. I think uh, I don't know if you get them. Uh, I think you can just get them on Amazon. I think they just mm. sell them. They're probably on the as seen on TV stores or like whatever. Probably One of the Dollar Tree, <laughs> the the Dollar Squatty Potty. Yeah. Well, what happened? You got them bad knees. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody think about that? <laughs> uh, this is I'm googling the. What if you got the sugar? You gonna be able to squat? Yeah. All it does is put your feet up. It's just a footstool. You put uh, your feet up on a footstool, basically, and see how her feet are just a little higher off the ground. Mm. That's all that is. You could probably make one yourself or just get a yeah. stack of books. Yeah. You know, read one and put your feet on the others while you're in there. And I mean, there have been times where, where you've been having such a hard one that you pick your feet up anyway. Mm. You know, if you got yeah. any kind of course training, you just pick your feet up. David Talbot, leg shaking, balls in the water. water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Squatty Potty is like, that's the brand name. I'm assuming there are knockoffs that are probably even cheaper. Um, Oh, here's one. The poo-poo stool. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, what you buy on at the uh, store. You buy yeah. that at the uh, As Seen on TV store. The, the poo-poo, poo-poo stool, stool is in Australia. See, I'd be afraid I'd lift my legs and break the caulk at the fucking, you know, floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to reinforce your bowl. You know, because there was a guy, I remember this. This was doing social work. He lived in a single-room occupancy, and he wasn't a fan of of showering or bathing so what those do these single room occupancies it's like they have one room they share with a you know a bed each and a phone they share and then one bathroom yeah so this guy would kind of take whore baths in a sense because he had these bed sores and he's overweight so he just sit up on the sink you know and he's like 300 pounds and splash water on him and then the fucking sink started to leak so then the other guy who they didn't know that I knew both of them, but he was like kind of a primper, really clean and everything. He would get tired of it, so finally he confronted him and said, look, motherfucker, you're going to stop this shit. You're going to get those bed sores treated and stop sitting on the goddamn sink. you leaking all the water out on the goddamn floor. And the other guy said, what you say? And he says, man, I'll bring it to you, you know. And he reached in his back pocket and pulled out a spork. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> threatened him with it. He's like, that's when I just started laughing. A I said, this sport. motherfucker pulled out a spork. <laughs> you know, walked away and think requested a room change or I forget how it was resolved but yeah uh the squatty potty on amazon by the way um it's as seen on shark tank so it's uh it's been out there a while okay uh here are the here are the rules number one sit sit comfortably on the toilet with squatty potty stored below it stores it's it stores against your toilet number two elevate slide squatty potty to a comfortable distance from the toilet and place your feet on the squatty potty to mimic a natural squat take your pants off and stretch out Yeah, you should probably have already done that yeah uh Step three, eliminate. Softly press your abdomen into your thighs for optimal optimal elimination. Oh, lead forward. Okay. Yeah, you give it a little yeah, you give it a little push. And um, apparently that's all you need. And they sell it on Amazon. Made in the USA, as seen on Shark Tank and the Howard Stern show. Mm. And by the way, Mel I, mean, I like to shit with my legs stretched out. <laughs> yeah, well maybe there's a maybe there's like a, a like a like Stretch you're out. like you're riding a chopper. Yeah. <laughs> Raise that left foot up yeah. and and kind of push that push that foot out, you know, mm. push that heel out into the air. We talked about um, <laughs> wipes last week. I wonder if Mel has any thoughts on the wipe situation since they're gumming up the sewage systems. They are in England. Yeah. What are the uh, alternatives, Mel? If you get back to us, you gotta you gotta you gotta enlighten us on this. Um, yeah. There's a whole 
there's a whole world out there of ways to help you in the bathroom. It used to just be benches in the shower if you're old. You know, that's all they had before. Mm-hmm. Old people sit down. Yeah, they still have those. Yeah, they still have those rails everywhere, stuff you can hold on to. Anyway, that's all that's all our emails this week. Three guys on at gmail.com. The fatberg. That's the thing in England. The fatberg. A 15-ton mountain of conge- uh, congealed fat and sanitary products was in a sewer in Kingston, oh, southwest London. Like an iceberg. 10-ton lump of wet wipes and fat oh. has also been removed from a sewer in Chelsea, which is also in West London. That's in West London. Someone's job was to go to the chip away at the fatberg? You don't say how they got it out. Uh, I spent three years in the fatberg mines. <laughs> Just chipping away with a pickaxe. Apparently, the damaged sewers estimated to cost Thames Water four hundred thousand whatever drachmas. Yeah, and take more than two months. I'm gonna say whoever does that job is underpaid. Yeah. I don't know what they make, but it's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. 2013, a fatberg weighing 15 tons was found in Kingston. <laughs> Took them four days to clear an 80 meter long fatberg. <laughs> 80, almost a football field. Yeah, fatberg. Thomas Water began battling the Chelsea Fatberg, which had been lurking two meters under Draycott Avenue in Walton in March. So far, the company replaced 22 meters of broken sewer with new piping. Yeah. The team is having to dig down by hand. Jesus. Oh, so people have just like rubber gloves on? That's all they got? <laughs> At the minimum, they got on rubber oh, gloves. <laughs> this is where you need automation. You have some robots down Fatberg there. Fatberg Autopsy reveals growing health threat to Londoners. You think? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah growing health threat. That's uh, let's let's we'll get Milner on next week and ask yeah. him if he knows yeah. about the Fatberg. The Fatberg. He lives in London. If it happened once, it happened again. Yeah. Pete, what do you think of Eminem's album? I haven't listened to it in its entirety. I did play the Ringer. I was very impressed. I liked all the shots that were taken. I think um, a fall beef between him and Joe Budden will be great for hip hop, considering they both are suffer from seasonal affective depression and drug addiction. So it'll make for a dark, mm-hmm. mean, cutting okay. sword fight. So he took, the beats he, weren't that good. Are the beats good? The beat on that song was good. I haven't heard the rest. I've been stuck watching Ozark for the last you know okay. day. So. But he took a shot. At Joe Button, is that right? Yeah, he took a shot at everybody on the rigger. I mean, there's Drake, there's Joe Button, there's Tyler, the creator, which he's getting backlash because he made a homophobic slur. Oh, yeah, um, I saw that. Like, people are shocked that Eminem said the F word. Are you? Well, wait a minute. Have Chuck you listened to his catalog? catalog? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He played with Elton John. Going to his catalog. <laughs> you know, but um, there were like 15 people, maybe 20. Oh really? Yeah, he was just going ham, and it's he's kind going of fifty a, cents for out of just like I'm going to start beefs to sell records. You think he's doing that? It sounded like I the mob deep beat that. for survival of the fittest, but kind of chopped down and cut up real slow. So okay. it sounds kind of like he was doing screwed and chopped. Yeah, like a little <laughs> bit, but just sort of like in a five minute. Who Eminem? Who? Here's Eminem. the deal with Eminem for me, and I've always said this: I've never paid a dime for any of his music. And it's not that I dislike it. I think. He's phenomenal. Technically, he's the greatest lyricist, I think, in terms of just masterful mechanics. Uh, he's like the Joe Satriani, though, of like rap. You yeah, know, yeah. like you could play that fucking guitar, but I'm not going to listen to an album of some white trash sob There's story. No and that's the only subject matter. And then just a bunch of technical Harlem Globetrotter flourish type stuff. I want to hear Scarface talk mm-hmm. about mental illness. I want to hear Cool G right. rap talk about like, you know, 
criminal shit. Mafioso, underbelly, psycho ward, fucking wild stuff. You know, subject wise, it just doesn't do it for right. me. You did well in that Southpaw soundtrack. That was a yeah. good, had a good yeah. ass soundtrack that, that, that he oversaw yeah. and put together. That was a good ass soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also never bought any, any of Eminem's music because I've never connected to him. Right. Yeah, I, like, yeah, he, he is like, he's incredibly good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just don't connect to his music. He also yeah. has a little bit of sense of humor about himself. Like yeah. He's not above. Like when um, Borat ended up ass up and his, in his face at the... Uh, at the MTV Awards. Yeah. yeah. They flew him into the audience and he ended up with his head in Eminem's crotch and his ass in Eminem's face. Yeah. And Eminem got up and stormed off. And yeah. Said, Eminem's mess. Like, it was all a sketch they did. Yeah. Like, People are so stupid. But you think that they didn't... Yeah. You got to rehearse that. that. <laughs> you sure. He's on lines. Right. You got to rehearse that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More than once. <laughs> yeah, and guess who wasn't dissed? Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha so Baron Cohen. Clearly it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is the time to diss Sasha Baron Cohen. Fuck Borat, you know that could be or, the whole. Or uh, he got into it with uh, Triumph, and then he put Triumph in a, in a couple of different videos. The insult comic dog. Well, Triumph mm-hmm. says something about him in a rhyme. Yeah. And but I've seen Robert Smigel talk about when he does Triumph that he's he makes it a point to particularly when he's working with a star or he's hosting something. Mm-hmm. And he said MTV got him with this, and he'll ask. Does this person know that I'm <laughs> that I'm going to talk to them stuff like that? So, right, right. So they know, you know. Here comes a guy with a with a dog puppet. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking funny. Yeah. Like the best one is if I urge you all to Google uh, Triumph at um, that hot dog stand in Chicago. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. With the guy yeah. from. Uh, the Tonight Show that he was from? The paint, uh, yeah, whatever. No, he was on a sitcom, wasn't he? He was on a sitcom, yeah. yeah whatever that they dude sent, is. They sent him, he was- he Like was a milk so, toast Midwestern he's a milk dude. milk toast Midwestern so they sent Triumph. That shit, was, that shit is so funny. <laughs> so on an old sitcom or new? Oh, it was, no, it was of the era, of like a few years ago. I can't remember the dude's name. A few years ago. It's this, You'd it's recognize this it. hot dog stand in Chicago where they insult you. Mm-hmm. It's black people working there and it packs out every night. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the triumph when he people were lined up to see Star Wars. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a great one. That's a good one. Because he goes up to someone with a Darth Vader thing on with has all the buttons on the front, and he's like, which button calls your parents to come pick you up? <laughs> um, it's a grown adult, by the way. That, that it yeah. Him yeah, they're all grown adults. <laughs> grown adults. Uh, but yeah, the triumph, uh, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but Robert Smigel still pops up sometimes as triumph. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they still do it on Conan. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. We sent Triumph to to such and such to a neo Nazi rally, and uh, let's see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid pal. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his hand shot off. Yeah. Um. What did you think of another in the ran the rap name? Yeah. Kanye reappeared. Did he on Chicago? Chicago radio. Oh. Which for him, you know, that's his hometown, so he gets a pass on pretty much anything he does. It depends who you ask over there. I'm friends with some Chicago rappers really? who've known him getting, for twenty years. They do getting, not like that guy. Really? Oh yeah. And these are like, you know, high up underground Chi Town dudes. I'm not gonna name them out, but they're not partial to his antics. 
And one of them said he almost physically assaulted him, like years before he was famous, just because he's such a fucking pain in the ass. He says, Kanye West apologizes for saying slavery was a choice on Chicago radio. Kanye West apologized Wednesday on Chicago radio station for calling slavery a choice, and he broke down on air over an old friend. I don't know if, if I properly apologize for how that slave comment made people feel, so I want to take this moment right now to say that I'm sorry for hurting. I'm sorry for the one-two effect of the MAGA hat into the slave comment. And I'm sorry for people who felt let down by that moment. I also appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to talk to you about the way I was thinking about what I was going through and what led me to that. Now, here's the thing is, he says all that, but no one, no one then says to him, do you still feel like that, that slavery was a choice and that people, right. that people chose to stay in slavery? And right. What was, the, what was the solution then? Didn't they ask him something where he talked about... Uh, Did you educate yourself on why that's such an egregious comment? Right, right. He said to something about just... you know to mean this, what you say, or you just apologizing because you said it and you took flat? He said something. He sort of danced around it. Some, there was some quote from that interview. Probably the Jimmy Kimmel one. No, it was from that radio thing. Um, something about how speaking English is, is uh, part of slavery. I, I, he was trying to... I think he was going for like a big picture uh, view of it. Like we're all, this is all sort of a, you know, relics of slavery and all that shit. Wes also addressed a question that left him speechless on Jimmy Kimmel about why he feels President Donald Trump cares about black people. He later tweeted he wasn't stumped by the question. He didn't much appreciate how the show cut awkwardly to a commercial break that was as long as time. Okay, well, right there, I don't believe that, but okay. He said, just carefully considering his answer, which again, I don't believe. Because he's a guy that you ask him a question, he's got a million things to say right off the top of his head really fast. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that. <laughs> I feel that Trump I feel that Trump cares about the way black people feel about him. And he would like for black people to like him like they did when he was cool in the rap song and all that. He will do the things that are necessary to make that happen because he's got an ego like all the rest of us. Why well, hasn't he? Exactly. He wants to be the greatest president and he knows that he can't be the greatest president without the acceptance of the black community. So if, if something he's uh, going to work, so it's something he's going to work towards. But we're going to have to speak to him. He wants to be the greatest president for white people, right? Which which eliminates the need for the black community to be addressed at all. He doesn't need the black community to be the greatest president. In fact, Trump doesn't need to be the greatest anything. He'll just proclaim himself anyway. So he doesn't actually need to do anything. Doesn't mm-hmm. need to pass legislation or address anyone's grievances. He'll just say. My poll numbers are great, and just it just make some shit up. He'll mm-hmm. just tweet, "Oh, I'm sixty percent. Where'd you get that from? Uh, no comment. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my inauguration had the biggest crowd ever. <laughs> you know, like it's just he doesn't he doesn't need to actually be great. He'll just proclaim himself right. great. He's not going to work toward being great. And even if he's going to be the greatest president, it's just going to be in his mind. And the people who if he caters to anyone, the people he caters to are going to be rich white people. Right. Believe as I say, not as I do. Yeah, he's ask not doing anything. As for the field trip to Los Angeles offices of TMZ in May, where he wore the Make America Great Again red cap favored by Trump supporters and made the slavery remark, West said Don C., a former collaborator, tour manager, and record exec, used to have my back and likely would have shut down likely would have shut him down before things got out of hand. One thing I got from the TMZ comments that showed me how many black people love me and how many black people count on me and depend on me Three? and appreciate that. <laughs> Three? Like how many, how many are left? Count on and depend on you. What are you paying their rent? Well, this whole thing about... He, his whole thing is that much like Trump, I need, I need validation because my ego is large and fragile. Right. So I need constant validation. Yeah. 
you know. This thing about my tour manager, basically what he's saying is, I need a handler to save me. Yeah, but he's 40. I, I can't, yeah, you're 40 years old. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I, I, w- I had a guy there who would f- fix all my fuck-ups. Basically. All my oopsies. He right. would say, oh, Kanye has an oopsie, and you you're not, can't say that. Right, right. And I guess he's not around. And you're he married wasn't around into the day. right family to, to be taken care of, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> They're really so looking like, well, after you, ain't they? Can't You can't go do an interview at age 40 and not yeah. say some egregious shit? Because your handler wasn't there to wasn't help, there to stop you. No one's again. No one's questioning him as to do you believe this shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. what you're saying. You believe this. You believe that Donald Trump is best for black people. You believe. It. What are you basing that on? Right. Well, right. I think that that's not what I asked you. Mm-hmm. I asked you what are you basing that on? You know, wh- where are you getting that? Right. Based on what evidence can you show me? Mm-hmm. Well, rappers used to be down with him. Well, that's to the detriment of those rappers. That doesn't so. say anything about him, right? You know, I've said that we were all wrong for that for that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's okay, fine. Let's talk about right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. do want to make it clear: I never liked that guy. There though. you go. That's fine. Just yeah. from the minute that Jesus walks was the thing, and part of that's because I'm an atheist. But the the other thing, it just seemed so corny. It did seem like respectability politics to mm-hmm. me, with nice big beats. And I'd ask a lot of white people, "What do you like about him? What's different about this guy?" And they'd say, "Oh, well, I just love his like middle class, like kind of." And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, polo shirts and backpacks." I don't, I'm not dealing with this yeah. shit. I don't fuck with this. He's another one I've never spent any money on his music ever. Never. Even mm-hmm. when it was like uh, his first album. And, I had a couple of his songs. And uh, I have songs he's produced. Get By. You know, oh, yeah. That's a yeah, good yeah, song. Yeah. So that's, he's on that as a producer. He's a great producer. I can't deny that. But yeah, I've never, I've never again, connected with him musically. Yeah. And his personality has always turned me off. Yeah. It's, it's the antithesis of what I like in musicians. That's right. Which is... Uh, all the me, 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 self-aggrandizement shit. I don't get into that. Mm-hmm. You know, I really have never. And it's just, it's all he does. If he does interviews, I mean, his songs aren't all about that. His songs are about regular shit. But anytime he's out there talking, I can't separate that guy from the guy on the song. Sure, you know the the self-important jackassery, as Obama would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's being a jackass. So. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's, he's trying to come back. You know, also trying to come back as Amorosa. <laughs> I advise all of you to do yourselves a favor. Go to D.L. Hughley's podcast and listen to his interview with Amorosa. And you will hear a master class in, in, I don't want to say how to interview somebody, but for since she started this book run, she's been popping up on black radio. And they've all been soft-shoeing her and soft-peddling her. Not D.L. Hughley. Mm, right. <laughs> Not D.L. Hughley. Because he said, he says at the beginning, before he does the intro, because they're just talking and then they play, I guess they play the tape of it, right? And he's like, I'm not a journalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm not a newsman. So I'm just here. I'm trying to just get to the thing. And he lets her talk, but he keeps just coming back to certain points, you know? Like she says, well, I'm, I was, he talked about the HBCU. HBCU presidents going there, and then she keeps harping on um, a young girl sitting on a young girl sitting on the couch with her feet on the fucking couch. She keeps harping on shit Kelly like Ann that. Conway. Yeah, so he goes, "Well, what? He goes, well, how did? What, what were they doing there?" And she was like, "Well, I mean, they got they got fooled, maybe, or something like that." And so he was like, "Okay, but you you said that you knew early on that he wasn't qualified to be president, and yet you stayed. Why did you stay?" 
She goes, well, you're being, well, are, are you as intelligent as these people? Because I think you're intelligent. So if you're intelligent to these people, they figured it out. Yeah. These HPC, why didn't you figure it out? Why did you say she got pissed? And he, she was like, you see, you're being condescending. He's like, no, I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I'm asking you a question. Yeah. What do you? And then he just, he, he, boom, he was just laying into her. Yeah. And she kept trying to change the subject and turn it into him attacking her and stuff like that. And and, and it was fucking. I got to say about DL, he wasn't my favorite on back in the Kings of Comedy era out of the mm-hmm. four, but lately he's grown to be yeah. a really liked guy. I, by me, I mean, like yeah. his stuff on Vlad is fantastic. His, his Vlad interviews. That's why guy keeps yeah. going back and interviewing him, Vlad. Yep. Because uh, is Vlad gay? Because he talked about that briefly. No, on. Vlad's got a girlfriend. Does he? I think yeah. I could have swore DL was, they were talking about something about being gay. And he was like, well, you're gay. You know, something oh, like really? That. I think so. I don't want to I don't want to put that out in the Wasn't universe. it Vlad? Who, Not that it would matter anyway. Wasn't it yeah. Vlad who had Lord Jamar on? He always is Lord Jamar on. He's like a regular yeah. person on yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today's Peace. math. Yeah. Don't be a gay. Yeah. And Lord Jamar. <laughs> out of his fucking mind. Today's math. Dick plus dick equals no. Yeah. See, this is somebody else I'm talking about. So you're going to fuck with, you're, you're fucking with Lord Jamar? I can't fuck with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't fuck with you. That's that same vein of the same hair. You fucking with Lord Jamar? I can't fuck with you. Yeah, he does get some other great guests, yeah. though, pretty yeah. regularly. No, I'm saying that for, for people who just fuck with Oh, yeah, Lord yeah, Jamar yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see what I you're saying. I can't fuck with you. All right, we got to wrap up. <laughs> I got to bring this one home. I got to go home and then go back to D.C. I advise you all to listen to D.L. Hughley. Listen to him fucking get at her. And then Amorosa, you're more than welcome to come on to come on a Three Guys on podcast and push yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean You're we more can, than we'll, we'll uh we'll do good cop bad cop. Well, yeah, you know? well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> good, uh, bad cop, worst cop. Yeah, sort of something, something like that. Uh, you know what? We'll have Ava here just, to soften it. Just answer the questions. We'll have a nice dinner. That's eat, all. Eat some managot. <laughs> we want to thank Petey Steele for sitting My with pleasure us. is always. How much time did they get? To be to back. Be, oh, they got fifty-three minutes. Okay, so you almost got an hour. Long. So good. So, all right. So tonight. You be there. DC Improv. I almost did it again. DC Draft Andy, I House. I keep thinking about you and your goddamn show. I know. I got to run. It. Go to the <laughs> DC Improv now. But. DC Draft House tonight, 845. Uh, three guys on show. It's us and the Sock Puppets. We are doing long-form yeah. comedy. We are not doing spoken word shows. Right. <laughs> we are mm-hmm. all doing stand-up. Yeah. So come on through. Check it out. Uh, on Sunday the 9th, come to the Cellar Door in Frederick, Maryland. I'll be headlining there. Uh, look it up. It's a 7 o'clock show, and I don't know who's opening at this point, but it's it's usually a good lineup there. They yeah. do good, good yeah. stuff there. Um, and the rest of the month I'll plug next week. All right. I there think that's is. about it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Petey Steele. And we have three guys on, and we are out. <laughs> <laughs>